Hey everybody and welcome to Off My Chest the podcast. I'm your host Twice World. We have a submission this time from a guy, so I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, submission is one from one of my close friends. His name's Maurice, and after my last episode about dating, it allowed him to really open up to me about what his worst experience with dating was. So here it goes. My worst dating experience was finding out I was a rebound. The woman I was in a relationship with was still in love with her ex. She had red flags of randomly getting upset or moody when we would be around each other, and I started being able to put two and two together, that it was because of somebody else getting her mad. I ended up confronting her on it. The more I questioned her during our our conversation, I ended up asking her if she would even be with me if she could be with him. She started crying and that's when I knew she was still in love with her ex. She would get, she would get moody because she would see something online or would be reminded about him in some way. She was using me so she wouldn't feel lonely. I was a rebound. We broke up because of this. I didn't want to be used anymore. I ended up finding out through mutual friends that she and her ex rekindled and she was going through IVF treatments to have a child. This ended up working and she got pregnant. But her happiness was short-lived because they broke up because the guy ended up getting another woman pregnant and he decided he wanted to be in a relationship with the other woman. Karma has a way with getting back to us. Although I felt bad that she was a single mom, Had she let him go the first time, she wouldn't have went through everything. The rebounder became the rebound. Oh, this one is very heavy, very heavy. Um, It's such an uppercut, I think, from a woman's perspective to hear that the man she chose ended up choosing the woman who got pregnant without the IVF. Um, I feel bad that she has to go through that, but at the same time, I mean, if we're being honest, I do agree agree with Maurice's conclusion of had she let him go the first time, she wouldn't have to go through the heartache. Um, In the end, it was her decision. Now, we got to learn to let people go and truly heal ourselves. We do. We got to truly learn how to let them go. Um, Again, that sounds so hard, but there's the saying I know everybody's heard it. The best way to get over someone is to get under one. And I hate that. I don't think it's true. I think that's the worst thing you could possibly do, not only to yourself, but to somebody else, because you are literally using other people to get over your feelings. It doesn't mean you're actually dealing with them. Having somebody else doesn't mean it'll make it easier. I think you'll actually end up having more problems added to the mix. It just means you're distracted. And that distraction can only last for so long. Um, I don't hear a lot of stories of where the rebounder gets rebounded. Um, In a way, I feel as though that's instant karma in a way. Um, But typically, it's the other way around. A lot of people um, can have no idea that they are the rebound when they find out. I know in my last relationship when we broke up, he moved on not even a week after. <laughs> I'm now I'm sure he probably lied to his new girl and probably told her, you know, we've been done or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, that's, that's what they do. You know, they try to make it not seem as bad. Um, but we had a house that we had planned to flip and the agreement was we'd, we'd, um, we'd flip it and we'd split the, split the profit. And I spent 
all my savings and my free time during the pandemic to put sweat equity into that house. Hard rehab, you know, yard rehab, um, painting. I made that house a home, but I had no idea that it was going to be somebody's forever home. <laughs> it was only supposed to be my temp or, you know, our temporary home, but I had no idea. I was literally building him up for the next person. Um, now, <laughs> now he, he, now he actually lied. A few people who, who know about this, he lied saying that he was placing the house up for sale and I moved out even though I paid for rent for that month and the next month. And I had moved out. I'm thinking, oh my God, yes, we could just cut our losses. I'll be good. I'll have like a new setup. I'll get all my money back, whatever. Uh, uh, at least I'll be good financially. But only to find out he moved this woman and her entire family in and had zero intentions of actually selling the house. And he got mad because I took all my furniture. Uh, mind you, I emphasize my furniture because he didn't have any furniture when I met him. I've always had my own stuff and he was livid when I took all, all of my, all of my stuff. But I felt like if, why are you so mad? And that was pretty, that should have been a, a clue right then and there, you know, <laughs> why is he mad? I took all the stuff. Isn't the house supposed to be empty whenever you sell it anyways? But yeah, I, I was nice. Don't, don't think that I was being petty. I, sh I was a whole lot nicer than what I should have been. I left him, I left on the bed cause I ain't sleeping in that. I ain't sleeping in that knowing, you know, like we sleep. No, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm going to get a fresh start. That's always something that I do. Anytime I break up with somebody, I always get a new bed afterwards. Like your energy not going to be in that mat, my new mattress. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So left on the bed, left on the couch that was downstairs. So I wasn't even as petty as what I should have been. And I'm sure he, he was more so embarrassed because the woman he rebounded with probably expected to see all my shit in the house that I made a home. So she, she probably when she was back in there, she was like, um, I thought you had, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm trying not to be messy or whatever, but, um, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, what's funny. I, I actually heard through the grapevine that he was trying to tell everybody I stole the furniture. <laughs> like, how can I steal something I bought? And I got receipts for it. <laughs> My family to this day, they still want me to take him to court over it because, the amount of sweat equity that I put into that house and he didn't sell it. Um, it really, it was trifling to say the least. Um, but I ended up just deciding to let it go. I didn't want to deal with the legal fees. And I think the dumbest thing I ever did was not getting an agreement notarized. I know, I know, I know y'all. I dropped the ball. I, I, I dropped the ball, but yeah. Um, and a lot of places you could still actually take somebody to court for a verbal agreement and stuff. And I just, honestly, I just never thought I would be in that position. I never thought that he would screw me, um, to that extent. You know, I felt like worst case scenario, if it doesn't work out romantically, we'll be good. But I just never thought his morals would have been so compromised that he would have, um, really screwed me and my son over with because I, what he, he didn't just do that to me. He did that to my son. He screwed us both financially, but at the end of the day, um, lesson learned. That was a big lesson for me. Um, I, 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 I took that L, um, and I'm blessed in a way because how awful would it be to call a man like that? My husband, how awful would it be to waste more time with somebody like that who was doing me dirty? 
Um, so the way he moved on and not only that, but the way he moved on from me, shit, he probably lied to me about his last ex whenever me and him got together. And I was probably the rebound too. That's probably just how he moves. And a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like that. So no, no harm done. So, oh, just a side, you know, regarding my situation, word of advice, people get it in writing, get it notarized. Even if you're married, get it in writing. All right. Um, but I would be lying if I said I didn't want to get, get into like a rebound situation after that relationship. I would be lying. I'm not going to lie here. I'm getting this off my chest. I will not lie about that. I wanted to date after him after him and I broke up because it was hard. It was, it was hard to deal with, with just being alone. Um, cause when you're alone, you're more depressed. I feel as though you want to subconsciously seek validation, somebody else to make you feel good. It's a lot easier to feel happy whenever you're around somebody who's a little bit more positive, but I had to be okay again. And deal with that heartbreak because I was so hurt I was a part of me did hate men a little bit and I more importantly I hated myself now don't 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 make it seem I don't hate men or myself y'all I truly I don't but in when you're when you're hurt like that sometimes that's how you would feel and that's a part of what happened for me I felt defeated and I wasn't ready to deal with being romantic with anyone and I didn't want to bring any of that pain to anybody. It was nobody else's responsibility but mine to heal. And not only that, but forgiving myself was the biggest priority. Because I felt like I had let myself down. I had let my son down. I had let my family down. Um, it was hard. So there has to be some end to this whole rebound thing. Because if somebody isn't mature enough, they'll hurt they'll hurt the next person they're involved with. And then that person that they hurt goes and they hurt another one. And next thing you know, it's just a whole bunch of people who just want love, but they don't have any of the qualities that make them feel as though they're lovable. They're guarded. They can't trust anybody. They're automatically not being loyal or giving their best effort because they're underneath the assumption that the other person that they want to be with isn't even doing that. So why should I, they're like, oh, why should I do that? I already know they're going to they mess up, so why should I even? It's just, it's so toxic, you know? And I know you just never know who's missing who or who's trying to get over someone or who's really emotionally scarred until you're already in that situation, unless you're already in that situation. And if you're at least in a place where you're healed and you're okay, you can weed those people out. It's a lot harder to, to get rid of people that shouldn't be, shouldn't be in your life to let people go. If you feel as though you're not content with being alone first, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Now, I know each story and situation is different. Um, one does not apply to all. I mean, every, everything, every, the details are always different, but I do not believe in the whole rebound thing. I think using somebody else or getting with the, especially getting with the first person after a breakup, I think that's a setup for developing a trauma bond, in my opinion. Um, if you're meant to be with someone, having time for yourself and, you know, the ability to process a heart, a heartbreak or, or a heartache, it won't matter. 
right? They'll still be there. There's no need to treat someone that's meant for you like a rebound. If, if they're meant for you, they deserve to have the healthy and healed version of you. So in Maurice's situation, I asked him, what's something you learned from it? And he said, to not give benefit of the doubt to red flags. He said, had he not done that in his relationship in the beginning, it wouldn't have taken him as long to realize that she was still in love with her ex. You know, do not get in a relationship with someone who misses their ex. So, and not only that, I think we need to start asking people whenever we are dating them, are you over your ex? Are you still in love with somebody? You know, is, is there any, <laughs> is there any drama that I should know about like that? Are you, and if you have a kid, are you still involved with your, you know, your, your child's father or your child's mother? You know, if they're still around or involved, do you have boundaries set up to where that way I won't get hurt or I won't be in a position where I, I would I would have something to worry about? I think those are all valid questions, right? So we're all adults. And I think somebody who's an adult would, if anything, respect that because you would give them the opportunity to, to you know, Put, put away any doubts. Y'all could discuss them, work through that. So you the, the next steps that y'all are building in a relationship, it can be laid on a healthy foundation. <sighs> All right, y'all. Well, that, that was some tea on this episode. Um, remember, we're not looking to be right. We're just looking to bring you different perspectives. I'd love to hear your feedback or situations you'd like to get off your chest. You can follow me on Instagram at Off My Chest the Podcast, or you can send submissions to Off My Chest the Podcast at gmail.com. As always, stay safe, stay blessed.